Thanks for tuning in to the Quality is Key podcast, where we focus on improving the quality of your life through powerful stories, top-notch motivation, and real topics. You've got nothing to lose, but everything to gain. Enjoy the podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Quality is Key podcast. I am your host, Bobby Sunday. Today, I'm going to be diving into changing life events and how you can adapt to them and how... They can really form the type of person that you become in the future from then on. But before I do that, please head over to iTunes and remember to hit me up with a five-star review. It's super important for me because it lets me know that you guys are enjoying the episodes. If you guys don't want to give it a five-star, you know, leave your review and then let me know what I can change to make it better for you. Uh, This process is all about you guys. It's nothing about me. I like to come on here and share information that I know. Um, interview people that I've met through this podcast journey, and I'm using it to help you guys. So really, if there's something that you guys need me to change or something that you guys need information on, please hit me up on iTunes with a review for that. Also, head over to Instagram, please, and hit me up with that follow, at freaking Bobs, at F-R-E-A-K-I-N-B-O-B-S. I post most of my travel stuff over there, but I'm constantly posting up Instagram stories, and I'm going to start using IGTV here real quick on just updates on everyday life, the things that I'm learning as I take uh, the different journeys in my life, and how you can take things and apply them to your life. So without further ado... On to the episode. Adapting to changing life events. Adapting to changing life events. Adapting to changing life events. I don't just get on here and when I'm doing a solo episode talk about something that I don't personally have experience with. That wouldn't suit me because I wouldn't have information to talk about and it wouldn't suit you because you'd have nothing to learn and the information that I would be spewing would not be correct and would come from no background. This is something I do have a background in, however, adapting to changing life events. And every single person on this earth has some experience with this, you know, to an extent with changing life events. And that could be moving to a new area like I've done in the last two months. That could be a new job. That could be moving into a new apartment. There's a ton of things that fit under this category of changing life events and There's four things that I like to think about when I'm going through these types of changing life events that are pretty much inevitable. Now, some of these things are going to take less time and take more time just depending on the event, depending on the severity of the event, but this is how I like to think about it. So when you're adapting to a changing life event and you're going through something that's unfamiliar to you, I like to think of the first step as called the process. And it's, it's the point where things haven't really hit you yet, and life kind of continues on at a normal pace, and things feel mostly normal, besides, you know, maybe a few out-of-the-ordinary things or places or whatever's going on. Most of the things feel pretty normal, right? It's, it's the initial stage. Things haven't sunk in yet. You're on a delay. Your brain is on a delay to where your life actually is at the moment. For whatever happened. So this this step is super important because if you don't prepare in this step for the next step, it really can be tough for people to take this adapt with an easier transition. I know personally when I was coming over here to Australia in Sydney where I currently live, it was a very tough decision that I made initially 
And I knew that when I came over here, things were going to change and I was going to have these mindset switches of all the different things in my life that were about to change. There's, there was no denying it. So that's what I like to call the process. Things haven't really hit you yet, but it's important to remember that in this, in this step, if you don't prepare for the steps that are about to come, it's going to make the transition a lot harder. So don't, don't dive into the process and think, well, if things haven't hit me now, then they won't hit me. Or I'm able to adapt this change a lot easier than I think. And then later on you find out, well, that's not the case. So the process is the first step I like to think about as you're going through a changing life event, whatever that may be. The next step I like to think of, I call it the reality, the reality step. And this is where things hit you and things start to feel unnatural to you. And at this point, you can kind of get in a haze. Things kind of feel, I wouldn't say you're upset, or at least from my experience, I've never been upset during this stage. But things don't feel right. Things feel a little hazy. Things feel unnatural. And in this stage, a lot of the times where the reality stage is in, this can be a really exciting stage for people. This can be a this can be an exciting stage for people because this is where things start to hit you. This is when maybe that excitement starts to creep up on you. If it's a positive life event, and if it's not a positive life event, this is where kind of those loneliness and sad feelings start to creep up on you or anxiety and whatever other emotions are going through your head, this is where things start to creep up on you. They haven't quite hit you yet, but things have started to shift in your mind where you notice that something's different and it feels unfamiliar and it kind of feels out of place and out of touch. So that's the reality step. So we got the process step. Things haven't really hit you yet. And then we have the reality step where things start to hit you but you're not necessarily reacting to them emotionally. You just start to feel unnatural and things might feel a little hazy at this point. The next step is called the reaction step or what I like to call the reaction step. And this is where emotions kind of take a hold into this whole propaganda. I mean, this is where you start to question all the things that are going on right now or things that you believed before about whatever the situation was. So I'll give you an example personally from me moving. I had this, I had this step probably about a week ago, uh, and I, if you know me and you've been following me on Instagram, you know that I've been here for about seven weeks. And the reaction step really started to take place last week when I was kind of walking by myself uh, down the beach, and I was starting to think about everything in my life and how I picked up and moved across the world seven weeks ago. And the excitement was there, but the excitement more took place in my reality step where, you know, things felt unnatural, but I had all this excitement to distract me. Now in the reaction step, this is where my emotions really started to play a place. And I didn't really get too in detail with this in any of my Instagram stories or any of my posts or anything like that, which is why I would like to share this here with you if you guys are listening The reaction step was a huge turning point in a lot of the things and the decisions that I thought I might like to make in the next year. So I had a lot of anxiety. I had some doubts about being here. You know, we had been here, me and my friend had been here 
for seven weeks. And at that point, I was starting to think about all the things that I've done in the seven weeks and then sat there and went, well, what if I headed home tomorrow? What if I sat here and I left next week? I've been here for seven weeks. I've been here for eight weeks. I've been here for two months. It's longer than most people get to spend abroad or anywhere for that matter that isn't home. So I sat there and I thought about these thoughts. And I was thinking about these thoughts because I had a lot of emotions running through my head. I was missing my friends and my family. I was missing a place where I called home, you know? I've been in and out of hostels and I've stayed in a few different places and it hasn't been one set place yet. And I haven't really found a place where I come home to and I'm able to call it home, even though I'm saying come home. Obviously, I mean the place where I'm sleeping. So that was a real turning point for me in in perspective of how far I've come and everything that I've done and all the excitement that I've shared over Instagram. It's not been like that since the beginning. I mean, yeah, in the beginning, a lot of it was excitement, but there were still doubts and fears and things that I had to overcome to try to adapt to my changing surroundings. Now, every single situation is going to be different, and not everyone gets to experience a positive change in their life like I have. This is something that I had planned on doing, and I pursued it, and it was exciting. And even though I knew that I would have to go through the reaction steps, I knew overall that this would be a fantastic experience for me, and that this would give me a lot of life exposure. Some of us are not so lucky. Some of us have to go through negative events before reaching an event where they might have to go through positive changes. So negative changes, that can be even more difficult. And the process, the steps I've noticed for negative events that have taken place in my life have been pretty much the same. The only difference is when you hit the reaction step, really you start to blame yourself for these negative events or this negative change in your life. And you got to remember that most oftentimes, this is not your fault. Whatever negative event or negative action took place that changed your life, you know, that's, that's not your fault. So when you're in this reaction step, you really have to remember that you can't take these emotions and blame yourself. You can't take these emotions and blame other people. What I really love to think about is you are not always in control of what happens to you. You're not. That's just that's just the fact of life. Life is constantly going at an ever-changing speed, and you're never completely in control of whatever happens to you, negative or positive. But you are responsible for how you deal with that event. If something happens to you in a positive way, and you don't take a hold of it, you may be wasting an entire experience. Vice versa, if something negative happens in your life, and you're not completely grabbing a hold of what's to come next, and learning from this experience, and knowing that you can't just sit down and do nothing about it, well, that's really what's going to change your life, and that's really what's going to change the course and the direction of your life. So the reaction step is really one of the most important steps, and they're all really important, but you got to remember that during this step, a lot of things are going to happen. So for me personally, the reaction step was, you've been here for two months, you could go home and see your friends and family, you could live a normal life. You could do all these things. Deep down inside, I know that I miss my friends and my family, but I also know that I don't want to live a normal life. I know that 
I'm not the nine to five guy. I'm not the guy who's going to stay in one place his whole life and work a nine to five job. I'm not that guy. I've never been that guy. And I don't think I will ever be that guy. So I understand who I am. And I understand that this is just a process. This is just a part of the process. And when you're going through this step, you got to realize that this is just a part of the process for you. You're feeling this way now because things are unfamiliar to you. And you can't say, yeah, but Bobby, it's been eight weeks. Don't you think like things would have been become familiar to you? I mean, yeah, eight, eight weeks is, you know, a short amount of time when you compare it to any amount of years that you spent doing something or even months living a certain way or doing a certain thing. Eight weeks is nothing. Two months is nothing. Six months is nothing. Depending on how old you are, I mean, come on, that could be one-fiftieth of your entire life. So think about it. Think about these things when you're going through these steps. And then the last step that I like to think about, I call the other side. So we got the process where things don't really hit you. Life kind of continues at a normal pace for, for a little while and things feel normal. Then you've got the reality. Things hit you, life feels really unnatural to you, and things feel kind of hazy. Then you've got the reaction where emotions kind of start to take a hold. Uh, This is where you start to question all the things coming into your life, Um, all the things that were going on before you start to question. And then you've got the other side. This is where you realize the importance of the place that you're in in life right now. And things start to make sense overall in your life. This is tough because... The reaction step can honestly be one of the toughest and one of the longest steps. For me personally, the process has the process and the reaction are the two steps that have lasted the longest in my life. Whatever event I'm going through, the process where things haven't really hit me, I can continue on a high like that for quite a while. I, I think honestly I've probably been on the process for about you know, months, I think probably two to three months at a time, which is a long time when you consider this whole, this whole stepwise system. The reality where things start to hit me and things feel unnatural, I'm in a haze, that usually isn't too long. Um, I don't think I've ever had anything last terribly long in that stage. The reaction stage, this is where things have really, really taken a toll in a lot of people's lives as they don't know how to handle these types of situations and then they revert back to the way things the way things were or they make decisions that get them back to a more natural feeling which can not always be a good thing so you have to be very careful when you're going through this but you have to understand that if you're going to reach the other side stage which is the last stage that I have listed you have to take the time to go through the reaction stage you have to know that Things are going to feel unnatural, and your emotions are going to come into place. Now, when you're dealing with your emotions, that can be some of the hardest things that you'll ever have to deal with because that's going to cause you to want to make decisions that are maybe not necessarily best for your goals, maybe not necessarily best for the type of life that you want to live. But you got to remember that this is going to go away, but I could not tell you how long it's going to last. It's going to be different for every single person. Like I said, I've had the reaction stage even last two to three months before. It it happens. It doesn't happen all the time. It doesn't happen often for me. I think I've become adapted to change where these stages don't necessarily last as long before I have to reach the finale. 
but it does happen. And for people that aren't used to this kind of change, the stages are going to last longer. So you just got to be patient. And patience is the key with everything, hard work and patience. So if you're doing your thing and you're able to adapt to the negative change and you're able to overcome something that happened to you, as long as you're patient and you take the time to work hard in your everyday life doing the things that you want to do, you're going to get past it. And the same with positive events. If you just continue doing the things that you want to do, the reaction stage will pass. You just have to wait for it. You got to you gotta be patient. The last stage, the other side, which I know I talked about and I keep kind of skimming up on it and going back to the other stages, but obviously this is where you realize the importance of the life that you're living right now. So this stage is awesome. This stage is really cool. It's it's not an initial stage like the reality where excitement might hit you. It's not necessarily an emotional stage or it hasn't been in the past for me. It's been more of a mental stage for me where I've kind of maybe woken up one day or I've been doing an activity and I start to slowly realize that the turning point in my life would have been at that moment and I start to see things differently. I'm no longer I'm no longer riding this high of emotions whether it's excitement or it's depression from all the different change in my life and oftentimes it is depression anxiety just the different types of changes going on in your life but now I've got a mental clarity of things going on and my head's more clear and things start to feel like they've become the new normal. So things over here this is the life that I was meant to live this is the life that I should be living. These are the people I should be with. This is the type of thing that should be going on. I should have always been doing this. This stage can be so hard to reach. It really can be. And if you're not patient, you won't ever reach this stage. You won't ever reach the other side, as I like to call it. Put little hand quotation marks. Obviously, you can't see that. But you won't ever reach the other side if you're not patient with each and every step. And you know that it's easier to it's easier to say you're happy it's easier to say yes this is the new normal but it's another thing to feel that way so i'll be completely honest with you i'm stuck somewhere right now between the reaction and the other side stage so i've already gone through the process the reality i i like i said maybe like last week maybe even 2 weeks ago i went through the reaction stage and i'm kind of on the other side partially but I'm still in the reaction stage where I still have a lot of emotions tied up to the way my life was before and being back home with my friends and family. There's a lot of that going on right now. And I'm being completely real with you guys. It's not always easy when you're going through the stage and especially when you're caught in between two conflicting battles where you have a reaction where you want your emotions to be able to control every decision you make to make yourself happy, but then you know that the other side is a lot clearer and better, and you're going to learn a lot more once you finally get there fully, and you're not partially. It's like I got one foot in the door, one foot out of the door. So that's where I'm at right now. Once you reach the other side, which is just pure bliss, you you got to remember that this is a maintenance stage. So if you don't keep up, with the things that you're doing in your life, then you'll fall right back into the reaction and then fall back into the reality and fall back into the process. Well, not the process, but you'll fall back into the reaction and the reality stages. And the reasoning for this is because once you've kind of adapted yourself to a life and 
everything's going good and you're on the other side, the problem with people is that they think once they hit the stage, they can pretty much do whatever they want and they're always going to feel that way when that's just not the case. I have personal experience with being on the other side where you understand the importance of the place you're at right now. But if you make bad decisions and you don't take the time to self-reflect and do the things that make you happy and work hard and do things that are meaningful, no matter where you are, no matter what kind of change you're going through, you'll fall back into that reaction stage real quick where your emotions start to take a hold of you because you won't have as much meaning in your life and you'll start to rely on your emotions a lot more for making decisions instead of logic from the decisions that you should be making. So remember, the other side is a maintenance stage. Once you reach this stage, congratulations, it's amazing, and you are going to feel great, and you're going to do amazing things, but you also have to remember that it is a maintenance stage, so it requires constant upkeep. If you you know, water a flower and it grows fully, you can't just stop watering that flower. If you do, it's going to die, but... You need to keep watering the flower for it to live and maintain where it's at, the growth that it has already had. So that's how I like to think about it. Now, every single stage that I've talked about here, you're going to have to distract yourself. You're going to have to put some meaning, real meaning into your life, not artificial meaning, uh, not things that make you temporarily happy or quick fixes, which we've talked about before on this podcast. But you're going to actually have to sit there and do some things that make you feel like your life has some kind of importance to it. Because it does. It truly does. So some things that I really like to do in my personal life is, one, I like to reflect. Now, this can be tough for people because when they're going through certain stages, especially the reaction stage where you have a lot of emotions, reflecting can be tough Because you know that when you reflect, a lot of the things that are going to come out of that reflecting are going to be negative emotions, or what we like to think about as negative emotions. So I'd like to reframe this for everyone just a little bit. And instead of thinking of negative emotions as this thing that you're dreading to experience, I would like to think about it in a positive way. And that sounds kind of weird. So let me explain this a little bit. Think about you reaching a stage where your brain is filled with this emotion that you have to feel, such as anxiety or depressive feelings, that because of this change, and they're building up in your brain, and they're building up, and they're multiplying, and they're having kids, and all this negative emotion, or this emotion that you have to feel in general, is is multiplying in your brain. And eventually, the pressure is going to build up so high that you're going to have to release it. It's going to explode in your brain. So the best way to release this is just, in small doses, take some time to reflect and release it in a healthy way. Think about the things that you want to do. Think about about how your life is going and think about the emotions that play a part in that. And just release them. Just Do your thing and go reflect for a little bit on how your life is going. And I promise you, every single one of my sessions where I've done a reflecting session has ended up in a positive way. It's ended up in more feel-good feelings at the end than before because there were so many negative thoughts clouding my brain that once I released those emotions, by reflecting, by self-reflecting, it felt so much better and I felt so much better for doing it. For me, I love going down to the beach and reflecting. I will take a seat on the sand 
and I will just look at the ocean. Now, I know not everyone has that luxury, and maybe some people don't want that luxury. But for the people that don't have that in their area, I suggest definitely going somewhere quiet, somewhere where they don't have to worry about the noise from people. And sometimes that can be in public. I've gone to cafes. I've gone to creeks. I've gone to, honestly, in my car. I've done a lot of reflecting in my car. And that might be someone that, or that might be something that everyone can take away from is reflecting in their car because most people do drive to work and most people do have a car or at least some kind of commute, whether that's in a train or a bus. So that actually might be a good time for reflecting as well and just kind of thinking about all the things that have gone on to make your life that way, the changes, and how you're going to deal with them in the future. So that is definitely one way that I love to work through these different systems. And the next one is it goes along with the reflecting thing. It's meditating, and this is something that I've done in the last probably six six months, I'd say, six to eight months, I've started doing, and it's really helped me immensely. And reflecting and meditating can be very similar. The only thing about reflecting and meditating, I like to think of them in my own definitions as reflecting is I'm using that as time to let out things. I'm using that time to actually think about things. And meditating, I like to think about as the opposite. I'm using that time to quiet my mind to think about nothing. So reflecting, kind of thinking about everything that's going on, kind of starting to ask myself questions in my mind and letting some of those negative emotions out. And then meditating, kind of clearing my mind and being coming, becoming quiet and becoming present with whatever's going on at the moment. So they are kind of two, I guess, I would say opposite opposite reactions, but they both play a super important role for how I've men- managed my mental health, which I've found to be better than ever as I do those two things. The next thing is finding a hobby, and really this can be anything. It doesn't have to be something where you make money. It doesn't have to be something that's super, super intense. And I found it to be better when it's actually not that intense. Maybe something that you can look forward to each and every day that you enjoy doing. I have a lot of different hobbies. I do a lot of different things that try to keep my mind on track to where if I'm going through a tough time and I've done my reflecting, I've done my meditating, I've done whatever it is I've done, I can come back to this at the end of the day and find excitement in doing it. So everyone's got a different hobby, everyone's got something different that they love to do, and it can really help them through different kinds of changes because a hobby might be one thing that stays constant. So if you're if you're playing the guitar and you play the guitar and you're very musically talented and you go through a tough negative event in your life, whether that's a death in the family or a breakup or whatever it might be, that 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 love for the guitar, that love for playing the guitar might be the only thing that's constant in your life. So it's important to have some consistency in things going on and not allowing to, for everything to change. So when you can find a piece like that, when you can find something that is consistent, that is constant like that, like your love for guitar, love for whatever, your hobby, it's important to take that and keep running with that as much as you can. So that would be definitely right there on the top of the list with reflecting and meditating. 
The other thing, which is pretty obvious, but a lot of people don't find time for it or they kind of neglect it, which is exercise. It's so simple. It's so easy to do. And yet most of us don't do it. It's so easy. You can go outside. You can take a walk. You can you can run if you want to. If you have the ambition to run, go take a run. You can take a bike ride. You can go to the gym and lift weights. Most of the clarifying moments in my life have been from when I was exercising because not only does it have an astounding psychological effect, but physiologically, it's doing everything right in your body. I mean, your blood is pumping faster, and you're you're opening up, and you're just you're breathing better, and your brain is clearer, and your lungs are more open, and just you can make so many different improvements through doing this. And you could play sports to exercise if you don't. If you don't want to just walk or you don't want to just lift weights, go play sports. Find a group of people or just go do something by yourself. But there are definitely different things that you can do each and every day to kind of do these things. I like to run my life as an experiment. Now, everyone doesn't feel this way, but for the for the people that do feel this way or the minority of people that do feel this way, hopefully this what I'm about to say will kind of resonate with you. I like to run my life as an experiment. I will take things that I learn throughout each day. Let's say I read a book and I learn something new, or I watch a video and I learn something new about how people react to something or how I can do this, and it'll start to make little changes in my life. And I like to run daily experiments. And every now and then when I need something fresh, I will go get new information and I'll try to run it again. I'll try to run the experiment again. And I like to see how my day changes just by adding in little things into my life. So if if you're the type of person that complains about things, even not knowing it, if you're just complaining and then one day you realize, why, why do I complain about this? Like I didn't even realize that I was sitting here and I was just complaining about everything. Try to make a difference in doing that, not complaining as much, and see how your day changes. And that's a little experiment that you can run. And you can do so many different things. And every day, you can run a different experiment. So that's something that I know not everyone does. But for me, it works. And for me, it makes an impact. And it also is just kind of fun. I think it's fun to test the waters to see what things make differences in your life. And then I can sit there and I can take those things and I can apply them. So when you're going through a tough time, remember, it's not it's not the end. It's really not the end. It's the beginning. It's the beginning of something brand new and you get to experience it. And yeah, you're going to go through the process. Things won't hit you immediately, but eventually you'll move on to the reality. Things will hit you and feel kind of unnatural. But once you move on to the reaction, your emotions are going to start to play a role and you got to be careful. You got to you got to manage your life, you got to manage your emotions appropriately by doing these coping methods, by reflecting, by finding a hobby that is consistent, exercising, meditating, whatever you can do in your daily life to get through the stage because it might be the longest. But eventually you're going to realize that you're on the other side. You're going to understand the importance of the place that you're in life right now and realize that anything before that didn't make any sense. Because you're not where you were before. You are where you are right now. And it makes more sense to your overall life. But then again, you're going to have to maintain this. It's not going to just come easy. You're still going to have to do work. You're still going to have to do these things. You're still going to have to reflect. You're still going to have to put in time to make meaning out of your life. Meaning doesn't just come to your life. You don't just sit in your house all day 
and things just suddenly become meaningful to your life and you're like, this is what I'm supposed to do. You only get this meaning from going out and doing stuff, from going out and living your life, to going out and being the full potential of who you are. So go out and do that today and adapt to these changing life events like nobody else, like nobody else has seen you. Be on top of the world, be on top of your game and do every single thing you can to conquer every single change that comes into your life. I sure hope you guys gained something in this episode. I know that I gained a lot just talking about this, and this is something that I'm super passionate about because I have a lot of changing events going on constantly in my life just from being the way that I am and trying to live the way that I do, there's always something that's changing. So I really hope you guys gain something in this episode that you guys can take home. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes, leave me a five-star review. Make sure to check me over on Instagram at freakinbobs at F-R-E-A-K-I-N-B-O-B-S. I'm constantly posting stories up and content that will hopefully bring you guys to a better place if you guys let it. I will see everyone next week.